You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The encoder, and we good. Welcome. Thanks once again for hanging out with us. This is the IT in the D show. We made it all the way up to episode 387. Broadcasting live from our, I forgot where we're broadcasting from. Broadcasting live <laughs> from our quarantined homes. This is Bob the Sales Guy. That is Dave the Geek. Randy, I do the Twitters, is doing the Twitters. You can find us online at itandthede.com. Do us a favor, give us a like on the socials, subscribe to us everywhere. Find podcasts are sold. Well, and you know, the most important thing, Bob, uh, did you get the bread and milk? No, because I can always Instacart it, so I didn't need to go. Oh, so you can have somebody else go out in the crappy weather and get your bread and milk for you. Right, right. No, as, uh, as I was alluding to earlier, tonight is a night where everybody's going to be going to bed with a smile on their face uh, because the weatherman's promising eight inches. Um, so so we got that going for us, which nice. Is, is nice. Um, I, I have no segue out of that into what we're supposed to be talking Well, no, actually, so uh, we still don't haven't uh, queued up our events yet, um, although they, it is starting to look better we'll see how it goes um i'm i'm liking how i mean i've only been two places uh so far but they are taking it seriously um as far as you know capacity and all that kind of stuff and that that is always a concern um we just have to figure out which places aren't taking it seriously then we'll have our events there well that's the what so we can oh, fill it oh well, that's the scary part is because we we do t- it, it's there's a little bit of a pent-up demand we'll see how that goes um well, but, but no because then you gotta wear face mask you don't know who's who and then you gotta can't shake hands any part of this. You just, so you sit at the t- you sit down at the table, take your mask off, and then just shout across the room at each other. That's that's right. Everyone gets their own table, so it's gonna be like yeah, capacity of twelve. <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. I know. What what are you gonna do? I was. So what do you do? Yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah, because it, it. I help people with their business transformation, <laughs> digital solutions. <laughs> No. Yeah, no. I was I was chatting with Fred a little bit earlier today, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how the summer heading into the fall heads uh, plays out. So yeah, it'll, that'll and be isn't that a, isn't that a sweet Caroline? And spring became the summer. <laughs> it's 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 a yeah. thing. Um, well, hey, uh, so I, I remember remember when we used to have guests every show, and and we just kind of fell away from that. One of our favorite guests are here. <laughs> I know. I don't think we haven't had you on in a long time. She's still one of our favorite guests. I, oh, I know. I'm just saying. We just haven't had her on in forever. So it is uh, Michelle Gilbert, uh, no relation, uh, <laughs> from Comcast. Um, and so, you know, you reached out and wanted to talk about, um, like, I'm sure everybody saw uh, the commercials for the lift zones and that kind of stuff. But there's also the uh, the RISE grants uh, that are going on. Uh, so I guess, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Comcast has going on? And, and we'll, you know, if I have to, I'll mute Bob so he doesn't complain about stuff too much. <laughs> so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Lift Zones? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was I thought that was a really cool initiative. Yeah, well, first of all, you guys have been so awesome in helping us spread the word about our Internet Essentials program. And when the pandemic hit, Comcast moved quickly to um, do some things to really help. Um, I guess, speed up the process of getting more and more people connected to the internet. And the first thing we did is we made internet essentials free for 60 days for 
um, new internet essentials customers. I know a uh, I know a number of yeah. folks in my school district because uh, I I'd, I'd put that info out quickly because that was the big concern that everybody had um, was you know hey I, I don't know if our you know I don't have internet at home or I don't know if it's you know going to be able to keep up with it that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I know quite a few folks uh, that that signed up for it and not a single one had anything but good things to say about it. So. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you for telling me. And by the way, we just increased the speeds of Internet Essentials. I heard that too, too yeah. Again, to 50 uh, over 5, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like the 40th time in 10 years that we've made enhancements to the program. Which is crazy. But, I mean, the 50, yeah. 50 down, 5 up is like all we need to run a studio. Like that. It's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a DS3 for $10 yeah. a month. For 10 bucks a month. Exactly. So, but, you know, through um, feedback that we started getting from families and from a lot of the nonprofit organizations that we worked with, we, we learned that despite this, there were still a lot of families for a variety of reasons that didn't have internet in the home. And so there was a need um, to work with these nonprofits and to provide um, what we're calling lift zones. They're basically robust Wi-Fi hotspots that we launch in um, nonprofit organizations that have like dedicated educational rooms. And these are rooms where kids can come and get online in a safe environment and do their schoolwork and do their homework. And even families that do have internet at home, a lot of families with younger kids if their parents are working outside the home because they're essential workers, they can't leave six and eight year olds at home to do, you know, their learning alone. Um, so they're the boys and girls clubs and so many other wonderful nonprofits in our city have opened their doors at seven or seven thirty in the morning. And, with our lift zones, these kids are able to literally do everything they need to do online. So um, they've been great investments. Uh, we started in the city of Detroit. We've launched about 20 in the city of Detroit with various nonprofit organizations. And now we are making our way across the rest of Michigan. And we are looking for more organizations that want to team up with us. So what's, I guess... I get that then begs the follow up question. What what does teaming up with you entail? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, sure. So um, so the first criteria is that you have to be in a serviceable Comcast area, which seems obvious, but I should throw that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't want anyone calling and say I'm in Traverse City and we're not there. So um, they need to have um, on-site adult supervision to monitor activity during all hours of operation. Um, of course, they need to enforce COVID safety protocols with mask wearing and social distancing. Um, they have to have an allocation of adequate space with chairs and computers that's conducive to learning. And they need to have IT support to ensure that the Wi-Fi can remain operational for these kids. And here's another thing that has kind of formulated from all of this that um, we weren't necessarily expecting. But, you know, a lot of uh, these nonprofit organizations um, also serve adults who may need Internet access um, to go to school online, to um, apply for jobs. I say a job searching. Absolutely. Exactly. So the Lift Zones is also helping the communities in large um, 
by helping adults who are trying to, you know, go to school and apply for jobs. So they've been a real win-win. And um, I, you know, I'm, it's just, it's, it's a great program. Um, no cost to the nonprofits, certainly no cost to the people who are using the uh, Lift Zone Wi-Fi service. And uh, it's just one more way we're really trying to to make a difference in the communities that we serve. Hey, Michelle, I know it seems kind of foreign for us. Um, you know, not having internet at home doesn't even seem like, you know, it seems it's like having lights. What what are the what are the numbers these days for who doesn't have broadband in the house? Um, do you know? You know, I don't know, Bob. It's a great question. You know, I I, I think at one point I had heard that forty percent of uh, people in the city of Detroit didn't have internet access, and I I. The thing that bothers me when people say internet access, they don't have access, they do have access. I guarantee you that every every house in the city of Detroit is serviceable by Comcast. There's a big difference between access and adoption. So the number of homes within a, a city like Detroit that haven't adopted to the internet is certainly higher in a more um, impoverished area than in maybe a, a wealthier community. I mean, that is what we are trying to change. And we're changing it through internet essentials. We're changing it through lift zones. And when you help us get the word out and help educate families by taking what I send you and letting your community members know, it really truly does make a difference. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I, I think we've, I think the very first time we had uh, somebody in to talk about internet essentials, I think the question is still the same is, you know, you mentioned, you know, because the other part of it is awareness versus adoption. Like, I think I think you guys have done a great job by this point, you know, letting people know that this is out there. And yet there's still that adoption gap. And it's and it's 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 a little like when I and it's funny because like I talked to I was talking to one of our um, one of our show hosts and he's big with um uh, like urban farming and, and, and projects in the neighborhoods and that kind of stuff. And he had no idea what Internet Essentials was. Um, you know, he was complaining about some of the stuff with, you know, some of the kids in the neighborhood and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, there's this program. And he was like, how have I never heard about this before? I'm like, that's my question. How, how have you never? <laughs> so, I mean, it, yeah, it is. I mean, it's 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 weird that there's still an awareness issue out there after all this time. Yeah, there, you know, the- there is, unfortunately. And and the thing is, there are a lot of different reasons. I know we've talked about this before as well, why people have not adopted. And we all assume that it's only based on price. And mm-hmm. it's not. Certainly price is a factor. But again, you know, nine ninety five a month is about as cheap as it gets before it's free. Um, but there are I mean, that's cheaper reasons. than dial up used to be. Right. Very I, I mean, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, some of the other reasons are um, the ability to, you know, having a computer. If if you don't have a computer, why do you need Internet at home? And so through Internet Essentials, we provide the capability to get. I was going to say you have you have their really those really good deals on the on the computers that are out there as well. Exactly. $150. A lot of it might be too like you can get everything done. I think people think on mobile. Everyone's got a phone. I don't care if it's a everyone has you know. a phone. You're right. And and you can. You can do virtually anything from your phone, but have you ever watched a child try to do his or her mm-hmm. homework from a mobile impossible. phone? It's impossible. Listen, 
my kids have access to all the technology that they could possibly need. And my daughter was getting used to um, learning virtually. She had her Chromebook and she was trying to toggle by um, going to the top of the screen for one section. And then she had to go all the way to the bottom. And she was getting so frustrated mm-hmm. because she it was taking her three times as long because the computer screen wasn't large enough. And it hit me. My gosh, if this child who has access to, you know, three different computers is having trouble, mm-hmm. imagine what a child who only has a mobile phone is trying to do with his or her homework. And so that's why getting devices into these kids' hands, um, getting internet access in a safe environment, whether it's home, whether it's at a lift zone, so that they're not sitting outside of McDonald's trying to rely on free Wi-Fi. This is so important. And uh, unfortunately, I mean, look, the digital divide has been around a lot longer than the pandemic. Unfortunately, it's taken the pandemic to really, truly raise uh, the awareness that's been needed. So has the pandemic skyrocketed the demand for what you guys are doing, obviously, because now everyone's stuck at home. You know, Um, kids don't have anywhere to turn. Um, we have we have definitely the Internet Essentials program has definitely seen a huge lift um, as a result of the pandemic. More and more people have um, have adopted Internet access in the home. And, uh, yeah, we've we've invested, um, you know, every year we invest millions of dollars in our network. But we have invested. I think we invested about 60 uh, percent more just in 2020 to stay ahead of bandwidth needs. So adding capacity to the network across Michigan. And uh, and it's paid off because our customers are happy. They're, um, you know, we've, we've, we had a very strong year um, from an internet standpoint because people need reliable internet in the home. Well, yeah, I think Bob and I have, have both joked on previous shows that it's usually either uh, the day before or the last day of the month where uh, we get that, hey, uh, you've used up 100% of your data because uh, <laughs> with the kids, you know, the kids are all home. They're all, you know, because let's be they're not just doing schoolwork. Of course, there's something streaming on the TV. There's something streaming on an iPad. There's, you know, they've got their phones going and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, I'm sure your network utilization graphs have been interesting over the course of the past year. <laughs> yeah. Can you, turn, can you turn those off, Michelle? Those those. <laughs> You've used a hundred percent of your data. You know, be so you've just, used more than a terabyte of data in a month. Oh month. God, yeah, every single month. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, with two, with two, with two, with two school age kids. I do too. I don't come anywhere near it. Oh, it's. Uh, yeah. I think we use like three hundred uh, gig, something like that. Well, then you have the, the streaming have media. Three kids, and then a fourth kid that plays Xbox. And then watches the Netflix and watches YouTube. And, yeah. you know, yeah, we yeah. use it up. So we should talk after, but you should really look at um, through XFi Advantage going with the unlimited option. It's very cost effective. I'll get you information on it. I'm going to have to now. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a pretty good deal. I'll get you information on it and if you want to share it on your website, but through uh, the XFi Advantage, um, one of the features of it is um, unlimited data. 
for those people who don't want to worry and are going to exceed. And in fact, we actually just increased the terabyte to 1.2 terabyte, I believe. So, um, but still, if you're using maybe that, maybe that's why I didn't get one last month. Maybe, maybe they figured out how to get more soap in soap. They gave you 0.2 more. (laughs) So, um, another thing that caught my eye that you guys are doing are grants for small businesses. Yeah. The rise grants. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We've been arguing since the pandemic started that the money from the government kind of went into the wrong hands. Uh, it's being found out now, but um, you guys are kind of stepping up to the plate, which is, mm-hmm. you know, which I kind of hate seeing because companies are supposed to company, right? And government's supposed to government. And, you know, we're seeing like Barstool and you guys doing stuff for small business. What's going on with the, is it a Rise grant? Is that what they're called? Yeah. So there's a couple different phases of Comcast Rise. Um, let's start with the investment fund. Um, so we announced last week that Detroit is one of five cities across the nation where Comcast is launching our Comcast Rise Investment Fund. We are going to give away $110,000 grants for a total of $1 million to small businesses that are either Black, Indigenous, or people of color owned. So the, the phrase is BIPOC owned. Um, and the, you might say, well, why BIPOC owned and not just any business. And studies have showed that um, diverse businesses have been hit harder oh, they've been during hit, the hit pandemic. very disproportionately harder. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when I get yeah. drunk, Michelle, I get really red. Does that qualify me? That's your blood pressure, Bob. Uh, That's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, and then you might ask why Detroit? And there have been studies that have actually shown that Detroit um, has the the commerce spending in Detroit is significantly lower than many other cities across the nation. So Comcast took a look at these studies and figured out where are we based? What cities have been hit hardest? Where can we make the biggest difference? And Detroit was on that list. That's awesome. So it, well, it's not awesome that we were on the list, but it's awesome that Comcast is, um, has chosen Detroit. I'm really super excited about it. And um, the application window opens on March 1st, only goes to March 14th. Um, businesses can all details at ComcastRise.com. And um, really, uh, they need to be in business for a minimum of three years. They need to have uh, between one and 25 employees. And they need to be uh, own at least 51% of the business. Mrs. A, this is not like a PPP loan. This is just a grant. No, no, no. This is is not a loan. This is a grant. Did I say loan? No, no, no. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a grant. And it's really, um, I don't have specific details on what the grant is used for, but it's pretty much what what do you need it for? Do you need it to pay rent? Do you need it to pay heating? It's it's about keeping your business alive during this very difficult time. Yeah, and there was stuff in there about like uh, marketing services, business services, technology services, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, as you said, all the details are out on the website. Um, I think it's rent, and, rent, and then rent, and then help with rent, and then rent, and right. then help with rent, and yeah. Well, and I will tell you the other pieces that you were talking about, Dave, is really phase one of the program, which launched nationally and is um, applicable for any BIPOC small-owned business across the state of Michigan. And what we started with is um, being able to 
open up and provide um, technology makeovers to businesses, as well as other types of services like um, media, creative production, um, general marketing consultation. And what I like about that is the money's important. The the grants are absolutely important, but there are other ways that businesses can help. Yep, absolutely. So what we're doing is we're leveraging the talents of Comcast Business and Effective, which is the advertising arm of Comcast Cable, and they're providing their knowledge and resources and guiding businesses. Because if you're a small business owner that, let's say, owns a restaurant or a dry cleaner or whatever it is, that's what you know best. Do you really know technology? Are you a tech expert? Are, do you know how to create a 30-second effective commercial? So we're coming in and we're helping these businesses with other areas to help them really um, stay alive during this time. Very cool. Yeah. And that's a program that is, um, this is a long-term commitment. You know, if like, look, Fauci says, uh, everyone can get the vaccine in April. Who knows if that's true or not and if that's going to happen. But eventually this pandemic is going to go away. I hope. Yeah. And I know everybody hopes. You know, this Comcast Rise program, we've made a commitment through at least the end of 2022 because we know that the after effects are going to be here for a long time. Oh, yeah. so we're not walking away anytime soon. And if there is a need after that, um, we will keep this program alive and kicking. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I we mean, like you guys again. I, <laughs> no, kidding, no, there's always good stuff when she comes on to tell us this. Um, what else did we uh, did we miss anything? What else didn't we hit? Um, I think we talked about most of the things. Um, oh, well, here's something else that I think is worth mentioning. Um, so, you know. We have a lot of really great organizations in Detroit and really around the state, um, but since we're all based in Detroit, that provide um, workshops and, you know, key entrepreneurial learnings for small businesses. So you've got Build Institute, you've got Grand Innovations, you've got Tech Town Detroit, you've got Venture Catalysts. And so what we decided to do is we've teamed up with those organizations that are already doing an awesome job with providing workshops and helping small businesses learn how to do things and giving them opportunities to connect with other small mm -hmm. businesses. We gave each of them a $20,000 grant to um, go towards helping small businesses with learning. And um, so any small business, if you are not connected with one of these organizations, get online and figure out which one is best for you because they provide tremendous resources and we're helping to fund some of the outstanding work that they do. Um, when we look at a, a cause, we don't look at it and say, hey, we're going to take this on ourselves. We look at it and we say, all right, Here's what we can do and who else can we team up with that's doing a great job because the more people you have working together to solve a problem, the better you're going to be at it. Well, and again, I mean, just like the dry cleaner that may not know tech, you know, you guys, you know, okay, you may know how to set up grants, but not necessarily, you know, who in the city or around the area, you know, might be best able to use them or make use of them. So why not leverage the people that are already in there doing it? And I don't know the perfect amount of starch on my collars. So, I mean, you know. That's win, why win. I go to a dry cleaner. Win, win. Right. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. So yeah, so that's that's what we have been up to, just um, continuously figuring out ways that we can make a difference in our communities. That's uh, great stuff. I, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to have, you know, have these conversations and, and hear more about what you guys are doing. That's very, very cool. Well, thanks for helping us, uh, you know, get the word out. And uh, certainly um, I encourage people to visit ComcastRise.com to get more information. And uh, and it's uh, it's and is it still Internet Essentials dot com? Yes. For those that might need that. Inter- OK. Yeah. And we haven't. Still inter- and I think the last three times you've been on, we haven't complained about a single thing, really. So I guess hats off to you all for, uh, I think the first time you were on, it's like, okay, 20 minutes of destroy. And okay, fine. Talk about internet essentials for five minutes. You know, it, it's like, you know, I'm know, glad that we, I'm glad we've gotten to this like, point. It was kind of like a hazing period, wasn't it? Well, yeah, let's we switch up for it. We said, we're going to, you know, we're, yeah. this is not a fluff piece. We're going to, no. you know, we're going to, we're going to yell at you. No, we didn't well, yell at you. You didn't yell at me. You were very respectful. And listen, you know, we've talked about this before. I mean, I remember when I started with the company, um, I people said, oh, I can't believe you're going there. And I asked people, I said, are we as, really as bad as people say? And the truth Worse. is, <laughs> no, we weren't. But it ta- you know, it takes a long time to turn around um, a bad reputation. And for a long time, unfortunately, the company wasn't necessarily focused on the right things. But I will tell you, for the past seven years, at least, we have really been very focused on turning it around and spending millions and millions of dollars um, on all the right things, technology, investments in the network, um, training employees. And uh, we, I, I, I've absolutely noticed a difference. I get less angry calls, less angry emails. And frankly, when you start getting people defending you, that's when you know you're doing a good job. And no, that's I think, happening now. And then when you have companies like Spirit Airlines out there, you know, you know that you're not going to be uh, rated in the worst, uh, worst companies in America. Right. There's always somebody that sucks more. That's, that's part of the deal. Yeah. You know, we're kidding with you, Michelle. But hey, we really appreciate um, the time. If you ever have anything that needs to be cascaded, um, in the future, let us know, and uh, we'll definitely get the links out yeah, there. Yeah, always happy uh, to help for Rise and for Internet Essentials. Thanks, guys, so much. It was so great to see you again. Good yeah, it's good too. to see you All again. The best. Hopefully, we'll see All you right. when uh, things open back up. Yeah, that sounds perfect. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. Take care. All right, it's Michelle Gilbert, VP of PR from Comcast. Um, they don't give us a dime. We just like her, um, just for the record. Um, oh, you were supposed to hang up. We were going to. I mean, I mean, but if they, but if they want to, we won't say no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you say, why y'all are writing grants? If you're if you're throwing them out there, we'll listen. Yeah. So we have uh, so ten thousand. Again, this was one of those weeks where we probably could have done three shows this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you do we want to start at uh, Gina Carano. That seems to be flooded. Oh, I'm sorry. You um, mean you mean uh, Kara Dunn? D D O N E. No, I got. I'm I'm uh I'm kind of heated up about this, and I'm not heated up because I get it. Um, you know, I've I'm fully aware that you know, I just get angry when I see stuff like this, and then you see things like uh, Pedro Pascal making mention of the Holocaust. You know, here let me let me start by this. Mentioning the Holocaust, nothing good. Never a good idea. Period. I don't care if it's with, for, against. No. Sideways. 
just don't even mention it. So one stupid on Gina Carano's part, like don't even, why even, why even go that route? Nothing good can come of it. But then when you see Pedro Pascal did it and he did it with a, with a wrong meme too. Um, he did a, you know, 1944 and then 2014 or whatever, but he used like a, a picture of like the, um, from Palestine, yeah. uh, like kids in a soup, soup kitchen or something. Um, yeah, but he makes mention of it, and then you have a producer from Disney that's like, "Oh yeah, mega hat, put him, put him head first in the wood chipper, who's still employed." You know, we always talk about consistency, and that's my feeling here. If you're going to do it, be consistent. Don't pick and choose just because. And here, hold on, I'm going to say one more thing, and then I'll shut up. This whole thing stems from Carano mocking pronouns because someone said, "You don't have your pronouns up, Gina," and she made something like beep boop bop or some shit. And and kind of I, that's your politics. That's not where it started, but okay. And then no, and that's where the hashtag fire Gina Carano crap started. And she she pushes her politics more than she probably should. Well, and um, and so I mean, so there's the difference in those other situations that you were mentioning. So Pedro Pascal, yep, did something to what was it a year or two ago? A couple years ago, yeah, did did something dumb, deleted it, hasn't done anything like that since then. Gina Carano, on the other hand. There are numerous reports and numerous sources that Disney has told her, look, you got to knock that shit off. Look, you got to knock that shit off. Yep. Look, I didn't add that, but I was, yep. Yeah, you got to knock that shit off. So, and, and I hate the, because here's the thing. This is not council. This is not cancel culture. This is adult. This is you're being held accountable for shit. So, like, and again, it's it's the same thing. We, we talked about this Um you know, in a number of circumstances, if your employer, especially if you're an employer, in a, if you have an employer in a situation where you likely have a morals clause in your contract, as many entertainment contracts do, um, not only are you li- you know living and working in an at at an at will employment world, but you make it easier for them when they say things like, "Hey, what you're putting out there makes the company look bad because you're on one of our biggest properties. You really need to stop that." And then you choose not to do so, and you choose to continue moving that forward. I have no sympathy for her whatsoever. Well, I mean, you don't. You have no sympathy. For the actual company, though, films a movie like within miles from an actual concentration camp. Like you know, you read stuff like that, and then you're like, really? You know, that's my whole take. Is like they're supposed to have a morals clause, yet they film Mulan like literally from miles away from a concent- like an actual concentration camp where they're killing people today. You know, uh, it's one of those things where you're bitching about Nike having morality, and then you're wearing the shoes made by someone that made a dollar ten this week. Right. Um, you know, uh, again, and that's my. You know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not apologizing for Gina because if someone told me to stand down at whatever employer I was employer I was at, because I couldn't post this stupid political meme or whatever, I'll be damned if I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Because I I get that you're 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 reflective of the of the the company and the mm-hmm. image and all that crap. But you know when when the shit's tarnished on on those ends too, it, it makes it difficult. I, I think it's my you know my conspiracy theory is it's for the the toy collectors got her fired so they can run up a price on her dolls. Uh, they never actually even released them. Uh, they never even got made. That was that was part of the that was one of the stories that came across. Did. I thought Black Series got released. No, they canceled them uh, pre manufacturing. I thought it was because uh, I'm not Hasbro Pulse, but I thought that some got released. I'm, I'm not going to lie; that was my first thought too, as I went and looked and saw if they were out because I knew they were going to skyrocket if they were. Um, 
Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess the moral of the story is, kids, just remember that freedom of speech does not mean freedom from accountability or, or freedom from repercussions. That's, you know, we're seeing that more and more. I mean, just look at all of the people, uh, you know, that are being arrested and charged, uh, you know, over the stuff on the from the Capitol back on January 6th. That's still going on. Um, and, and they are very committed to continuing to find people. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just just be aware of what you're saying and, and who you're saying it to, especially. And I, I mean, dude, that's the crazy thing is how dude, how lucky is she? And and I'm not discounting you know all of her years of hard work with MMA and and and, her, and I'm not discounting that. But how lucky to land yourself in what is basically the goddamn property that has saved Star Wars, that has finally unified Star Wars fans after you know the all the bullshit about the prequels and the sequels and everything else. And and you're gonna go and screw that up? Like no, the, the, the joke was she's working alongside Bill Burr, and she's the one that got fired. Like I know how crazy is that? Right. I don't know, but then like although hey, she's she's going off to film a movie with uh, some super right wing people, and I hear they're gonna call it uh, Xenophobia Warrior Princess. So uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, it's, it's Ben Shapiro. I don't know if he's super right wing, but like more people are gonna watch that movie. More people are gonna watch the Fish Tank at least Louis. Yeah. Out. Than a movie by Daily Wire or whatever the hell he runs. Right. Yeah. Um, so not not smart. Um, so you know what? A lot of people watched, though, uh, was this Free Britney uh, thing from the New York Times. Uh, which it, I'm not going to lie. I tried to watch that shit. I couldn't. I, it took me 15 minutes, man. And I'm so, just sitting there going, I got to turn this shit off. So I'm going to say this. So I, ta- I I actually walked through this. Sh- I walked through this with the uh, the Trash Pandas girls uh, on Friday night. And I, I said it to them before we were on the air. I said it while we were on the air. And I'll say it again. The two and I had to, I'm floored at. So South Park, the Britney's new look episode uh, was, I thought, did a far better job of crucifying the paparazzi than this documentary did. And that was released back in 2008. Yeah, I was going to say, I barely remember it's that. It's 12 years old and and did an amazing job. Because, um, uh, I mean, that's the thing. So, I mean, the, the doc itself, um, it, it's not bad. Uh, you know, I... It's it, such, that's such a painful watch, dude. Well, it's it's a... Oh. Pa- well, well, it's a painful... Well, here's... The, <laughs> it's a painful watch for a couple different reasons. One... They focus on a couple of podcasters an awful lot, which, which I mean, it's it's cute, but that could have been a shorter part of that documentary. Um, the but watching what happened to her, uh, you know, and basically watching how and this and this was the focus of that South Park episode, basically how the media made her insane for all intents and purposes, and then you couple that with what her dad has done to her, um, and and what her dad is continuing to do to her uh, with this conservatorship. It's it's kind of crazy, and and it was but funny. Hasn't she made more money in Vegas, dude? So that's the thing. Like, then she her whole career combined. So how can she be mentally unfit and unable to run her whole life if she can do all of these shows and make, dude? She was banking a million dollars a week Isn't in she Vegas. Forty now, a million a week. Uh, I don't know. Probably, maybe she's got to be close to. 40. So, uh, so thinking back, ninety-two, Ed McMahon. She was ten years old, eighty-two. So she's probably thirty-eight. Randy, are you fact-checking me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I am. She's thirty-nine. You're okay. wrong. 
Yeah. Oh, because oh, because it's twenty twenty one. So yeah. Okay. Fact check false. Okay. <laughs> Somewhat true. Um, but no. So okay. So yeah. So and and that's the thing. And you know, and I got into it with a couple people about the Justin Timberlake stuff. Um, and and while I do, I think it's good that he you know came out the other day and issued an apology to both her and Janet Jackson. Um, because he was getting well. Yeah, but but so here's the thing. What kind of apology is it now though? Just because? Well, like, so but and, yeah, because it wasn't. He didn't say what he was sorry for or. Well, no, I mean, he did. He, you know, he basically said, hey, look, I didn't realize it at the time that this is what was going on, that, you know, that, that basically I was getting propped up because other people were getting slammed down. Um, I don't want that to be a thing. And I, you know, and, and I didn't realize that it was because of how things are set up. And, and that was the conversation I got into a couple times was I didn't. The thing to remember, kids, is that anytime there's a documentary, uh, there is a bi- there is a production bias. There is a a message or a story that whoever is making it is trying to tell. Um, as anyone who has ever watched a Michael Moore documentary is well aware of. And well, anyone that we talk about this all the time, like I threw stats out and they're like, well, what are you saying? I go, I'm not saying nothing. What I've learned is you can throw the number 10 out and you got 10 and people somebody's going to argue stories. it. Yep. So, you know, so that's the thing. And so like the whole thing with Justin Timberlake in in that documentary, I kind of took exception to um, because it threw him severely under the bus, really cast him in a negative light only showed the negative clips, didn't show any of the positive interviews he did about her and that kind of stuff. And more importantly, folks, let's remember, they were both basically teenagers. I mean, like this was a high school breakup. And God forbid anybody judge me by how I handled the situation when somebody, if I got dumped or cheated on in high school. How many child actors, musicians, whatever, are like, are I can count on one hand that are decent right now. Right. I mean, you look at like Bieber's probably the most sane and he we thought he was going to be the most crazy. Well, yeah, but he's I'm sorry, is he still a Jesus freak this week? I I wasn't I, I, I haven't been tracking. <laughs> I don't keep up with him. I don't know. I just I, just, I don't know. Yeah. I just I just know what the media tells me to think. Right. That's or, how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but no, so I mean I, I you know I did. I just I thought that was really weird. Um you know and and then I you know I but, you know, and, and then this is and then here's the flip side of that is I said, you know, you look at all of the social media commentary that's going on. There are like I was seeing about a 10 to 20 to one ratio of people bitching about Justin Timberlake. And, oh, my God, you have to watch this documentary to see what a dick he is as compared to, oh, my God, what she's going through with her father and the paparazzi and everything else is terrible. You should go watch this documentary. So to me. Oh. They threw that in there in order to be that, you know, that fire clip to go ahead and get people to watch. Let me paint a picture. It's Saturday. It's 1130. You just had your second cup of coffee. Life is great. And uh, you hear about this atrocity with Britney Spears. You read about it on on the Twitters. And uh, so what do you do? You go grab some poster board and some yardsticks and you write hashtag free Britney. Then you go out to the corner on the street with 20 of your friends and you stand out there all day. And then, well, and you know what? What I found interesting was now you tell. Why you, hold on? Now who's weirder? Like I, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Well, and so you that's, know I, that's what creeped me out about the thing. It wasn't necessarily what Timberlake or any of them did. It's the people. 
And they're like, free Brady! Oh, dude, the the uh, the super the people that went all Da Vinci Code on her Instagram posts were were really making me laugh. Oh. Um, that was interesting, but. So here's the thing, and I and I did actually like the fact that when they interviewed, there was one the one lady they interviewed, um, who basically said, "Look, you know, because the, they asked her, they were like, okay, so what if you really are crazy? Like, what if, like, what if none of what you, because you know, because you've got her dad coming out saying they don't really know what the hell's going on, they're just idiots. This is all a big conspiracy theory. It's a joke, yada yada. And so they asked her, they're like, well, what if he's right? And she's like, well, then we're right, or then then he's right, and you know, but here's the thing. Just have Britney say that. Just ha- let her come out and say, you know what, guys, I'm good. I you don't need to worry about free Britney. Like I'm okay, and and then and then we'll shut up and go away. And but you know then as you know the the couple of statements that she did make, um, you know that she really enjoyed the support of her fully informed fans and that kind of stuff, just kind of fueled the fire. And and so you know what they were kind of onto something, dude. She's forty. Leave her alone. <laughs> Let her play Vegas. <laughs> Are we going back to leave Britney alone? Yeah, right. Leave Britney alone. Where's that guy? That's right. Where was that circle. guy? Yeah, where was that guy? Circle. He's See? a big porn star now. Uh, of course he is. Um, Can we talk about Gorilla Glue? I was, I was going to say, are we going to talk about Britney? Are we, are we going to go to Gorilla Glue next? The, the <laughs> memes have been amazing. Um, if you've been living under a rock, um, somebody used Gorilla Glue. A woman used Gorilla Glue as shampoo. Well, um, no, it wasn't shampoo. It was, it was like she was. There is a product out there, and I forget what it's called off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, something there is a pro- type of product called hair glue. Yeah, it, I mean it's a thing. It's to, it's to, it's a fixative to keep your hair in place. There is uh, there, the my favorite meme was the uh, Trojan fusion made with real gorilla uh, yes, glue. Yes, yeah, the condom three pack. Is. Yeah, um, but no. So I mean, she did, uh, and 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 then go figure. Couldn't get it out. Um, and, and started posting stories on TikTok about this. Uh, you know, people were getting more and more concerned. They were offering her up suggestions on how to maybe get out of it. She wound up going uh, to the ER. Uh, they tried acetone, which wound up burning her scalp, and all it did was make the Gorilla Glue soft for a little bit. Uh, so apparently now uh, it, is, it is all gone out of her hair. And, and I'm sorry, this is the part that concerns me. She now has a management team and an agent. And a clothing line and a clothing line and a lawyer. And so like at what point when did, okay, when did the people that were like the headline or the front page of the tabloid stories, like when, when did, like, I don't understand why we keep glorifying this behavior and, and allowing it to be glorified. Like, let's be real. This was dumb. This probably got followers on TikTok from it. I'm sure, but this was dumb. This is the kind of situation that you should duck out of public sight after because you're embarrassed. Dave, you have followers. It doesn't matter. But you should be embarrassed that you did this. You should. It doesn't doesn't matter. She's got followers now. (sighs) Now you can sell socks and shit. She's selling her own line of hair products. And $50 $50 sweatshirts. and yeah, $23,000 on GoFundMe to help this. But she is giving $20. She is giving twenty thousand of it to um, a nonprofit that does reconstructive surgery in in uh, developing nations. So she's keeping what she needs to deal with the problem and giving the rest away. So cool, but still, like this, yeah. this is not. This is not. It goes back to 
the Paris Hiltons, the Kim Kardashians, the you know, like, like I, I, I'm sorry, did uh, did the McDonald's coffee is too hot lady get an agent? Um, and she would today on social media. Well, and that's that's the sad reality. If she is. posted it on TikTok and everybody followed her, I just I don't I don't get it. I I don't. No, no glue shampoo is going to be a thing on your shelves next week. <sighs> Speaking, of, you know what else is stupid? I just. I just so we talked to you know what else is stupid? Um, so Aunt Jemima is not Aunt Jemima anymore, but it still says Aunt Jemima. But it still says Aunt Jemima on the box. Yeah, isn't it a Pearl Milling Company now? Pearl Milling. Yeah, and it says Aunt Jemima on the bottom part in a smaller print, smaller font. Yeah, it says new name, same great taste, Aunt Jemima. I'm assuming that part will eventually go away once people learn the new brand name. But it still says it on the box. Oh, and I, 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 I did forget with the Gorilla Glue, of course, there was a Gorilla Glue challenge that started floating around on TikTok. And some moron uh, Gorilla Glued a uh, solo cup to his lip uh, and, of course, could not get it off and, of course, had to go to the ER um, and was stunned that that was a thing. Like that, that I just I, I again, this this is. It's it's the Tide Pod thing again. Like what? Like I, dude, I never had to be told. Don't put Gorilla Glue in my hair. Like I just instinctively knew. And if you did, that was a bad thing. And if you did, you got it cut out, and you got made fun of for two weeks at school. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, you had gum in your hair. You remember that one back? Oh yeah. Yeah. Or people were messing up their lungs from the cinnamon challenge. Yep. Yeah, the light. The kid that had lice. Now everyone's got lice. You know, whatever. And your nickname Um, is Nitz at the high school reunion twenty years later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he's skid, skid. <laughs> Sorry, um, but uh, in better news though, uh, the greatest hangover cure in the history of mankind is coming back. Uh, that was taken away from me. <laughs> um, I was, I was wondering why you were so excited about this, and I forgot that that was a thing. That was totally a thing. Uh, McDonald's orange high C was the is like hands down the greatest. Anyone that's been hungover and has drank this stuff, like you would go and get two larges, and your hangover would be gone in fifteen minutes. See, I I gone. always just do the McDonald's Coke was was always just a great no, morning after C, drink. High C was better. Okay, I used to get big five gallon coolers of this when I was in high school marching band. Like they'd give you a jug of the concentrate, you'd pour it in the cooler and fill it with ice and water. Uh. Certain individuals may or may not have drunk just straight concentrate oh, God. at one time or another. It's good for you. <laughs> so it burns. <laughs> no. Allegedly. Anything concentrate burns. Can I bitch about a can I bitch about a, a, a local municipality, by the way? I don't know. Are we are we are we gonna talk about the cat lawyer? Can oh. we can we talk? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. This was the craziest, funniest shit. Like, I, I truly, I want to thank, I want to thank whoever leaked that video because somebody was at, somebody was like, oh my god, that can't be real. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, all of these municipal courts that are doing all this stuff via Zoom these days, I believe the requirement is they all have to be recorded, and I believe a lot of them have to be live streamed along with well, it. All, they all, all of them have to. Yeah, I'm part of the city council meetings that all are publicly are able to um, attend. So here's what kicks. Here's the guy. The, the judge says you may have a filter. Well, I think the judge was trying to. Right. But yeah. then the guy's like, no, I'm trying to change it. And then he drops the, I can assure you, I'm not, I'm a, not cat. a cat. <laughs> like, we've established that, bro. Like, <laughs> well, it's just because, I mean, like, court, like, I mean, we've all dealt with lawyers. And I mean, like, lawyers in, in many cases tend to be very reserved. 
are very reserved and and you know and you don't and you don't want to piss off the judge um you don't you know and, and so i i just i i do i just love that that was a thing and and i thought it was amazing so i yeah like deal with it no, again, you know, use that for fame. Now you're gonna, you know, that's gonna. You look so. You you could not look any stupider, Randy. By the way, are you sure? I'm glad I don't know. I'm, this whole time, I haven't been paying attention because I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Um, and, and I'm not going to. I it's it, dude. It's a good see. My favorite has always been uh, the Max Headroom background, uh, and then where are they? The and with the Max Headroom shades, like those. That's that's always been my kind of go to. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> um, All right. So high C, hangover cure, um, cat lawyer. Uh, I want to know. Someone explain to me. There's a, there's a rich city that in between all of us uh, by with the name of. Does it rhyme with Bur- Schwarmingham? Birmingham. Yeah. And Birmingham. Mark- Bob, Robert, it's Birmingham. Birmingham. And Birmingham is it's a bitch to park on the main street. If you ever parked on old Woodward, oh it's it's atrocious. Sucks. It's it's absolutely atrocious. So me, I still have one crutch left. I'm almost a I'm almost a normal walking human being, and I don't have a handicap thing, it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, I think, every block. I, I think you might have let Michelle off the hook too uh too quickly. You're breaking up really bad, bud. Oh, yeah, I saw. Um, I don't know why. Um, because like you know, stubborn crowd. I did not get a uh, handicap placard. Um, I have, and I have a business meeting in downtown Birmingham. Every fifth spot, there's a sign: moped parking only. What? What? Moped, <laughs> not motorcycle, not bike moped what? why i don't know and i happened to ask our we went to churchill's which is always a good bastion of you know cranky old men that tell it like it is and i go you got to explain to me what moped parking means and he goes dude it's birmingham <laughs> it's like this 65 year old you know guy that just brought out my scotch um but apparently they've overtaken it looks like 25 percent of the parking on old woodward is for mopeds in the snow and they're empty spots you can't park there uh it looks like they added these in 2018 they added 27 moped parking spots so that they didn't park on sideway uh yeah you want to incentivize people to not drive vehicles and use mopeds and they're all empty so you have empty parking spots up and down old woodward (sighs) and it's this moped so like i don't like if i have a like a ninja or like you know like a, a motorcycle can i park there well, I mean, it's not a moped, Bob. So no. What's a Vespa? Who drives a moped? When's the last time you saw a Vespa on the road? I mean, I the, For a spree. The, the last Vespa I saw was Princess from Spaceball. Right. I mean, <laughs> you ever see a spree? No. Right. Junior high is the last time I saw a spree. Yeah. No. I. I. I got nothing. I. And they sit, you know, and they wonder. They sit at these city council meetings. They think this is a good idea. And again, like now, I feel bad that, like that, like again, we always say we want to be in the boardroom when these stupid decisions get made. I, I feel bad that we didn't know that meeting and that discussion point was going on, so we could have chimed in. Yeah, I would join. I would have joined. Um, 
So all I've been talking about probably for the last 30 years is if I get a few money and I'm talking serious, a few, I'm just going to like buy random billboards around town, like me taking a poop, like a pictures of my deal, like something or just the word poop. I built for like a month. Um, I think that would be great. I just think it'd be a great use of my money after I paid off charities and took care of family. You know, this get the leftover at the end. It's, it's just, um, it's play money. It's monopoly money. Yeah. You should have asked Michelle about, um, apparently a 90 year old man bought two full dads in the wall street journal. Bitch for two days. Yeah. To, to bitch about his AT&T and how slow his internet connectivity was. Right. Did did he mention that he bought dial-up and it's a 10-year-old product? I, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's 90. What, you know. I mean, I'm, they said the estimated. Basic package. Yeah, the estimated cost is about, uh, it was $10,000 uh, on those two ads. Uh, dude, you, you could have paid for broadband for, uh, you're 90 the rest of your life. Like you're, <laughs> the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. But he went out and bought the ads, the bitch about service, which I think he's he should go down in the record books. Like he's my people. Like this is one of us. Um, spend his money frivolously about something stupid that could have been fixed the easy way. Um, so he's been, he was paying for what three megabits, waiting for fiber. Like why didn't he upgrade to something in between? Like there's a huge range of products between three megabits and. Fiber. Well, but so the but the thing is is like, and I do I know a lot of people that have AT and T right now that are basically they're bitching quite a bit about this because they keep getting promised. Oh yeah. Fibers, you know, it's on its way. It's going to be a neighborhood. Da, 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 da. And so, and so they don't upgrade because, well, why go through that twice? You know, they tell you it's going to be there in three months and then it's another three months and then another six months and then whatever. I, I know a lot of AT&T customers that are, that are pretty like, like the one, I think the one story I read, um, the guy's annoyed because like, so basically AT&T fiber stops, um, on the other side of the street, uh, of the street that he lives on, like one side of the houses has access to fiber, but the other doesn't. Dumb shit it's like fiber that. The curb. That, that was the problem with AT and T. Is um, they build it as you're getting direct fiber to the home connection, and it's clean. You're getting 100 percent of the bandwidth that's mm-hmm. delivered to your house. So you're getting a shared pipe with Comcast. You're getting clean with AT and T, and that's that's all bullshit because it's fiber to the curb, and if there's a choke point at the curb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember us. I remember us having those conversations back then, um, dude. I love, or uh, love. Um, speaking of our people, uh, whoever it was um, in, in the state of Texas that's in charge of their Amber Alert system, uh, that apparently let uh, the test message go out not once, not twice, but three times, uh, indicating that Chucky uh, had absconded with son of Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> and their people needed to be on the lookout. I, I, I I'm sorry. I, I do not believe that that was a test message that went out three times. I believe that was somebody high and making themselves laugh three times. Seed, seed, seed of Chucky, which was part three. I yeah, believe. yeah, it was, yeah, it was his kid. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, there's no way that this was a mistake. Not, not three times. No, not but like again to do that. Like, are you just trying to like make your buddies laugh? Like, like to get to the point where it's even ready to draft in draft mode, like you got to go through a lot of steps to get that in draft mode. Oh yeah, like you would you and would to push the shiny red button and launch it <laughs> again. Three not times? once, not twice, but three times. Yeah, uh, he probably wanted to get fired. That he's probably the, the job's probably just a living hellhole. Yeah, that's that's entirely possible. Um, 
Oh, you shot a note across uh, that just said 8,000 on LinkedIn. I had no idea what oh, that yeah. meant. Our LinkedIn, uh, our members group, we uh, finally hit 8,000 members oh. on LinkedIn. I've been counting it down for a while. Um, people are still joining up by the dozens. Um, I I try to delete as much of the sales crap as I possibly can. Uh, but yeah, 8,000 uh, members in Metro Detroit, all IT. So it's kind of, uh, you know. Tink. Yeah, cheers to that. I um like I said, if anyone's out of state or out of country, I, I, or if they're not in IT, like if they're life life insurance or you know money management, nothing against it, but just trying to keep the group clean. Just not um, what it was there for. Finally, yeah, finally got to eight thousand, so I think that's pretty cool. So, did you see the the story? Did you read the story about the doctor in Texas and the vaccines? God, there's so many of those stories coming out. Which one is this one? So this is the guy who he was at a. Uh, basically a vaccination drive. Um, and they, you know, had gone through uh, almost everybody. Time was almost up at the event. Uh, somebody else showed up. And so one of the nurses pulled one of the other ampules out, pierced it. And you only have, you know, X amount of hours to use that vaccine um, once that once that protective coating has been pierced. And so, you know, they vaccinated the person that showed up. As the event was winding down, he was like, you know, he, he went to basically everybody who was there at the event running the event. Well, of course, they had all been vaccinated, um, you know, started talking to, you know, the firefighters, the cops and those kind of folks that were around. Um, they had either already been vaccinated or had already decided they w- didn't want to be vaccinated. So they were out. Uh, and so his biggest concern became, you know, I don't want this, you know, because he said he, you know, had talked with, uh, you know, his directors and that kind of stuff. And the biggest priority was get shots in arms, like get, like get that, get, get the vaccine out into people. And so, you know, he, with like an hour left, uh, in, in usable time on this vaccine. And he said, he's like, you know, I know by the time I got, by the time he had gotten back to the office, he would have had to throw it away. Uh, cause it, cause you can't re- refrigerate it. You can't refreeze it. it. It's just not stable beyond that time frame. Uh, and so he just started like calling people out of it, you know, and, and, you know, he wound up with, you know, an elderly couple that both, uh, were actually on the list of people to be approved, uh, to get vaccinated, um, cause they both had, you know, overwhelming health conditions and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, long story short, he used the nine other vaccine, cause there's 10 in, in one of those ampules. He used the, the nine other vaccine shots, um, on just anybody he could get a hold of. Uh, and, and then three days later he got called into his, into HR and got fired for doing so. Um, supposed to throw him away. I, apparently that's, that's the thing. And, uh, yeah. And, 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 and he found out about it, uh, when, uh, yeah, basically like the news crew started showing up and that kind of crap. And that's when he started noticing something was going on. Um, yeah, not, and I've and I've looked to see if there's more to this story or not. I haven't seen anything come out contradic- contradicting his version of events. Um, you know, and he said, you know, one of the things that was most concerning is why the red flag got raised for them because you he did he you know, like all of the vaccine like they have to be logged. You have to have like name, address, all that fun stuff. Um, so not like voting, uh, right? <laughs> uh, jackass. Um, uh, yeah, great. Now you're going to get us flagged as, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and so they said, uh, there were, there were a large number of, um, Indian sounding names, 
uh, on 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 those last on that last vaccination record, and and that's what triggered them to take a closer look at it. Uh, American Indian or Indian Indian? Uh, Indian Indian. He's he's okay. a, a gentleman from India, uh, and so you know they were they were like, oh well, you know we didn't know if you just like pocketed one because they basically they accused him of stealing. Um, and accused him of theft. Um, and, and so that's, dude, that's just shitty. I mean, as, as, as hard, especially right now, dude, the story just broke today that you've got Beaumont that had to cancel appointments, um, for second, uh, the second round of vaccine, the second vaccine dose, uh, because, uh, you know, they, they just had the doses haven't showed up. Uh, things got cut back. Uh, and so, you know, just knowing, so no, you don't want them wasted. You're like, no, you don't want them misappropriated. But the way that, and like I said, I haven't seen anything that counteracts his version of events or contradicts his version of events. With all of that in mind, I, I can't, I can't fathom why that was a bad thing. Well, it was only ten. It's not like it was and it, well, ten thousand. It was nine because, like I said, they, they, yeah, they used the first one at the vaccination drive, and then he had to get rid. He had to get rid of nine. Uh, Just you're gonna hear these, these stories. You're going to hear these stories all spring. Oh, oh, I'm sure. Um, I did. I loved the story about the AI uh, that was given headshots uh, of men and women, uh, and then told to auto and to told to fill in the rest of the picture. Uh, apparently, it filled in. Uh, all, all the men were wearing suits and ties. Um, all the women were wearing uh, bikinis uh, or slutty attire. <laughs> That's bananas. That well, what what again? What did how, how how did the AI learn? Well, and and so that's that's what they said. You know, they you know go back and take a look at the you know the the, the pictures that were in the sample size and all that kind of stuff and figure out you know yeah was there a learning bias that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, just I again, it's you know we talked about that AI that Microsoft released that made it twenty four hours before it became the most deranged racist foul spewing you know thing. What yeah. <laughs> it's found it interesting that that's still a thing. So maybe, uh, you know, it's it says scientists, so it's got to be real. Um, but apparently, we found uh, scientists found a portal to the fifth dimension. Okay, so this was misleading. Like I was, I was super excited to click and read this article, and they haven't. They, no, they haven't discovered anything. They they have put forth. But it a, said they found it, but it said they found it. Okay, but they, they have put forth a theory that says the fifth dimension probably might maybe exist which would help us explain dark matter because we don't have any explanation for dark matter whatsoever uh and but if we do but if 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 we theorize that this other thing is out there then cool now granted it started in 1999 though like right after prince released his song <laughs> then it started hey and i'm just saying that's how they discovered things like Pluto. That's how, they, you know, they because, you know, sometimes you can't see things. And so you theorize based on their interactions with things you can see. Um, I'm just I was I was a little disappointed to read that they had not actually discovered jack shit. Um, and it was it was just a theory that was. Yeah. But it says there. But it says scientists are pretty sure they found that, which means it's true. Uh, you're right. And it's on the Internet. So it's it's doubly true. It's popular mechanics, and it says science. This is real. <laughs> I, I, dude, I got nothing. What do you want from me? You know what is real though, and this is I need to talk about this because no, it's not me. I'm not going around and worn pooping in people's cars. I don't believe it is not you. I that you were actually my first thought because yeah, it's and I and it's at car dealerships no less. I um. Yeah, was, you know, and I got some class. I wouldn't poop in a 2009 town and country. You'd find the 2021. Yeah, at least with the fresh seats and the, class the leather. 
Well, and I'm trying to remember, was it Warren or was it Livonia that had the playground pooper? Like I, Livonia. Okay, that was Livonia. Okay. I, I could I could remember maybe we had like a copycat uh or or maybe, you know, maybe the, the playground pooper has gotten out on, on j- gotten out of jail and moved. And the uh, guy I used to work with uh tells a story on how when he was a child, pooped at the t- on the top of a slide to see what would happen. I want to um, know how they consider two incidents a serial pooper. Like Well, I mean if you kill two people you're a serial killer are you if well if the incidents are spread apart in time and yet idiota yeah i don't know it just feels like a few too many to be considered serial eh. like at least three you know plot and line. like if i if you see somebody walking out of a car kind of like pulling out their butt crack you know that's stuck a little bit would you call the cops like you didn't know he took a dump in there are they asking for the well, dude? If, I'm sorry. If I see somebody getting out of a car pulling up their pants, I'm I'm probably going to ask a question or two. No, As, no, I, no one I, asked me. I changed in the parking lot many, many times. Okay, not uh, no, but this is again. This is at a dealership. So you see somebody in a car that is on your lot that is for sale, and you see them getting out of one of those vehicles pulling up their pants. Yeah, you might want to ask a question or two. I mean, I was at a hotel and a professional wrestler asked me what I was doing. That was uh, that was at a con. Yes, Bob. That was yes. We are we, we all remember that that Sting saw you partially clothed, and I'm sure he still remembers to this day when he wakes I up. Kept my, I kept my underpants <laughs> on. I'm not a, I'm not weird. <laughs> oh, you know, we talked about Mandalorian. How uh, how are you digging the uh, the latest episode of Wandavision? Oh my god! Oh my god! So oh my god! I I have. I have slight issue. Maybe okay. I don't. No, no, just like like now, you know, Vision has a conscience now. Like like all up until this point he was kind of moot to the point of where he was as a human being and now he becomes aware that this is a little weird. Um I don't hate it. I I think it's great, and I, I'm sure it'll give me pay. The payoff will be next episode or whatever. Um, I think it's brilliant what they. Well, done. apparently the next episode, the, like the next ep- the the next. Well, okay, yes, because the next episodes, the next three or four, of the last episodes, they're all going to be an hour long. Okay, I read that somewhere. Yeah, I can't. I can't get enough, and I. It's totally unbelievable that that Asian guy beat up anyone. I I saw him throw that punch. And I'm like, that's such bullshit, dude. I want there. There is a whole thing going yeah, around. Yeah, did you see the way he threw that punch, dude? There's a whole like, thing going around man. now, lobbying for him to be like the new X Files, and and I'm here for it. Like I, I'm I'm all about him and Cat Denning. Just go side by side and 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 have an that's there's your X Files 3.0. Bring it. Well, he's say, a super you know, there cool was character. Seven seasons of a show that was pretty much exactly that, set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, but I got bored with it after the fourth episode and so stopped watching it. So which give me one, something which new. One, Randy? Agents, Agents of, of Shield. Shield. Oh yeah, I didn't like it either. Yeah, see, oh there God, you go. It's amazing. I okay. tried. That's what people said about Game of Thrones too. Meh. Uh, so you know yeah. what is? You know what's hot garbage though? And when I say hot trailer. garbage, I mean microwave hot garbage. Hot pocket. And when I mean hot garbage, this is probably. I gotta watch it. Just because I have to. Um, Justice, Justice League, Justice yeah. League, the new tra- and I realized, and I'm I I am so sorry. I realized that I forgot the word trailer yeah. uh, when I when I sent the email. Oh, I got angry at you. <laughs> I'm like I assumed. Like, so Justice so- League drop. I go to watch it. I'm like, it's eh, just a trailer. You jack off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that what a turd. 
what a pile of absolute horrific shite. And then to add a cameo out of a movie, a toilet yeah. cameo to boot? Get out of here with that mess. I don't mess. know what this is trying to do. Are they trying to save? Are they trying to reboot? Are they trying to... I, well, why Why is this happening? You got rid of the bad guy. You got a new, ba- a better bad guy. Well, because well, the first movie kind of sucked. Well, Randy. dude, That's probably like, why. Yeah, Dark Side was not, or excuse me, Steppenwolf was not supposed to be the bad guy in the movie. Because he was, was born to be wild. He was born to be wild. Yes, thank you, Bob. For the, for the <laughs> nobody, nobody under the age of thirty gets that joke. It was supposed uh, to be Solomon Grundy. It too. was <laughs> Solomon Grundy. Uh, yeah, way better movie. And 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 bring back Apache Chief while you're at it. Why not? Yes. Um, but no. So it was supposed to be Dark Side. Um, and you know there was supposed to be a lot. And so like that, there were all these rumors, kind of like you know with the with this with the sequel movies from Star Wars. That you know there was these you know there were these cuts out there that made them so much better and yada yada yada, and to do it, I remember like it, I don't even think Justice League was out before the release the Snyder cut hashtags and shit started trending because um, people were just already angry about it that there was another and to make it black and white. Dude, you can eat my black and white dude, shite. Honestly, like that's one of the issues that I, I that's one of the things I have with the DC movies in general is they tend to be dark. And I don't mean from an emotional standpoint, I mean they're shot for shit in dark like like it's like they're all shot at midnight. Um and and it's Well, then you give them all frowny faces on the second one. Yeah, and and then you got to, you know, you got to jack the brightness up on your TV to actually be able to see shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then you bring Jared Leto back, who is the absolute turd Joker. He doesn't even register. He wasn't. He wasn't. Time. He wasn't the first or second. He was deterred. The, no, no, he was. He was not French Canadian. <laughs> he was not French Canadian. No, he was awful. He was an awful Suicide Squad. It ruined that I, whole movie. I was. I was not. A, well, I. No, there were a lot of things that made that movie suck. Bob, there was Jared Leto was just one of them. Let's be clear. What did they all assembled within <laughs> thirty seconds, and the universe is going to die in thirty seconds after that? Yeah, exactly. To just be there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, dude, there's there's a lot of things, but yeah. So I mean, so the the you know, and it is. I believe they're still planning on four hour long episodes. Uh, instead of one foot, but just so I can make fun of it. Oh, it's I'm oh, I'm gonna, gonna watch I'm, it too. dude. I'm gonna, it's like, dude, I'm gonna watch it out of spite, like just, just because I want to, I want to be able to say, okay, all, of, and I do, I feel bad because I feel like I'm walking into it with the wrong attitude because I already know that when I'm done watching it, I, I just, I want to be making fun of people that demanded that this be released. No, and just watch. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw this curveball out there. We all love it. It's gonna be amazing. That's my fear. It's gonna be the movie we were all. Wishing, that's, hoping for—that's my fear. It's gonna have to pull a whole lot of magic out of thin air to do that. Well, I mean, are they gonna have Mark Zuckerberg, Lex Luthor? I mean, it's gotta end different. The whole thing's gotta be different. Why don't they just make another one? Well, and that was, dude. That's you know, we talked about that. You know, yeah. Why, if you're so unhappy with it, just I mean, it's not like there isn't it. Because I'm. Let's be real. They probably spent just as much restoring this cut and getting the extra scenes done and all that stuff as they would have done to, as they would have spent to just make another one there's a whole lot of fanboys going all right just do seven eight nine now while you're at it give the keys to favreau and feloni do it get it yeah. done do it I, well i mean and there's that dude there's that whole rumor that the uh ahsoka spinoff series is going to retcon uh, seven, eight, and nine because of the whole arc in 
uh, was it Clone Wars or Rebels? The uh, the world between worlds. Yeah, uh, Rebels. That was right. Yeah, uh, you know, because you know, Ahsoka basically, uh, you know, it's not a spoiler at this point because it's been out forever. Um, you know, Ahsoka dies when she confronts Vader, uh, Anakin, and realizes that it's him. Uh, well, uh, Ezra uh, winds up using this world between worlds thing to go back in time uh, and 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 retrieve her. Uh, and there was that whole, you know, par- and then you've got the whole parallel universe thing with Padme and the evil Padme and, and all that crap that, you know, never really got explored and all that stuff. And was that what that was supposed to be? So, I mean, there's, uh, yeah, but I hey, just Superman can fly the reverse axis and bring people back from eggs the dead. and then it makes Whatever. time go backwards. Right. Just just let it be a thing. Who just knew? Fly that way. It's kind of like going reverse Ferris Bueller in the Ferrari and hoping the miles go back. Right. Uh, hey, so uh, have you built your Clapper account? Crapper? No, Clapper. Clapper. Uh, that's one of the many services that apparently have already banned QAnon that we've never heard of. <laughs> Did I? I didn't. I didn't. Re- I don't like replying to our to our thing, but it's almost saying, "I'm here. Look at me. I'm here. Yeah. I banned him too. Yeah. Look, sign the, up for me. I'm good." Vero, Vero, yesterday or the day before, for the first time in forever. The most recent friends activities for like from 2018. Yeah. So yeah, I just I just thought it was funny that there was there was apparently there is a social media service called Clapper and do you have to clap on and clap off? Uh, we them. No, no, we did too. Oh, guess what? It and the D bands. We we banned QAnon. We, we, we did from all of our we, events. All, all of your band. No, we well, too. well, except for Bob, because Bob still likes to talk about conspiracy theories. But yeah, other than no, that, I love conspiracy. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're weird. Dude, I, I love conspiracy theories. You know this about me. You uh, like them more than I do. <laughs> sometimes. I just like the dumb ones. That's the that's the problem. Uh, you want to feel old? No. I hate feeling old. These stories come out, it seems like, every year Friends, now. Friends don't tell friends that 1980 was 41 years ago. Yes. Um, so apparently, Tim Allen. I was a I love I, dude. I saw this. Yeah, uh, he was thirty eight in season one of Home Improvement. Um, JTT, uh, John and Taylor Thomas, uh, just turned thirty nine this year. So he's a year older than Tim Taylor was. Yeah, in season one. Well, that was the you know uh, Mark Hamill was older than Obi Wan. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, it was older it was than Alec Guinness. When Machio was older than Pat, then Pat Morita, yeah. That's when that shit all started, and then now, just when these have come out, I'm like, I hate you. Yeah, no, that's a thing. Um, and then on the social media front, apparently, Parlor um, is allegedly back up and running, sort of, kinda, maybe, um, based on the story I read. So, like, if if you had, like, they, I guess they saved their account database, um, but nothing else. Uh, so you can log in if you had an account. Uh, but there's no content. Not none of the con- none of the old content is there. It's all wiped clean. Um, and new users, they're thinking maybe sometime next week uh, could could start signing up for it. And and yeah, but does and then, does anyone care? Like I I feel like they that's, keep talking about it. Let's quit talking about it. Yeah, true. Good point. Um, I, dude, I, I I have to admit to a certain level of admiration uh, for the police departments out there. Uh, who have decided that if they don't want what they're doing live streamed, they just have to start playing copyright protected music Uh, because uh, all of the streaming services that are out there, you know, whether it's Facebook, everywhere else, um, have all these bots that as soon as copyright protected music is detected, it immediately shuts down the stream and removes the recording. 
Um, so I, I granted, it's kind of like, okay, well, why are you turning off your body cams if you have nothing to hide? Why, why are you doing this if you're not trying to hide anything? The fact that they figured that out, like, pretty brilliant. You know, that's why I said, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not even really mad about it. Like I'm, I'm kind of impressed that somebody figured it out, and and yeah. But it's like that's not what you're supposed to do. It's not. Oh yeah, because they said they're pulling out their phones and like firing up YouTube and and playing music and that kind of stuff. That'll that'll get the whatever no, whoever's recording. And I know it's one of the hardest jobs in the world, but um, you know, it's kind of like if you're a city council, in the you city, knew that walking in. Your shit, yeah, your shit's getting broadcast publicly. If you're, yeah, the, oh my god, again, kudos for whoever did it. <laughs> uh, so I, I know, you know, we, I, 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 I do. Um, I, I guess I'm not surprised that this was hidden up until now. Uh, but Chrysler has pulled their uh, Super Bowl ad that was featuring Springsteen. Um, you know, his whole like uniting America thing, uh, because apparently Trash. he got a DUI uh, back in or got got a DUI or got arrested for DUI. He hasn't gone to court yet. Um, got was a, it the Chrysler ad or was it for nacho cheese? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. It might have been it might have been for a sports drink. Unity. <clears throat> I know I'm he's being, being sarcastic. Yeah, it might have might have been a sports drink. Who knows? There's a uh, there's a YouTube channel I watch going guess the product and it's all this like the Chrysler ad, all this woke bullshit at the end. It's like, you know, uh shoelaces it's like what and then, you know it's like they're trying to do some social commentary and it's like nacho cheese yeah just just it's your damn product and be done with it uh there's, um there's a cool article that i uh, read uh in the free press uh, apparently uh cadillac oh yeah is they... a, this is something we've been waiting for for or not waiting for but um again we got a lot of questions um it's kind of like is, is a hands-free super cruise and basically went on a 500 mile trip mm-hmm. um and basically here's how it went um and it was interesting cuz they compared it to you know they're like oh you know they were like all right step back tesla fanboys like it it's cute the the assisted driving thing and all that kind of stuff um this is actually truly a hands free um, I think they said over the it was because it was 250 miles there, 250 back, if I recall correctly. Well, the thing that I don't get now is, um, they have eyeball tracking, mm-hmm. so you know that means you re- you got to be you know you can't look down, you can't look at the radio. Well, you can't fall asleep. I think that's that's the biggest one. What's the point then if I can't fall asleep? Well, and that was always our jo- from day one uh, with autonomous vehicles. Our joke was always, "Who doesn't want you know <laughs> go home car? I'm drunk, um, right. and then just curl up in the back seat and you wake up in your garage." Go home drunk, I'm car. Right. You know, so I you know, I don't want it. I, I, maybe this guy wants it. You know, if 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 you can see, here's the thing: if the cars can talk. And it like it stops an inev- an inevitable crash from happening. Mm-hmm. I think that's about the extent that I want it. Yeah, with the lidar and everything else. Yeah, shit in my wife's car that like steers me when I don't turn the turn signal on, and you know, I don't want that. Oh, I know. Yeah, you were you were yelling about that one pretty. Well, it was hot trash. Um, but like I said, if the cars can talk to each other and, and stop some of that from happening, or you know, stop a truck driver from falling asleep. Like by all means, right? You know? uh, are you going to rush out and uh, and 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 try a uh, bio printed ribeye? I would try it. I'm curious. 
order a salad. I'm I'm not sh- I'm I'm really not, like this is one of those things that like just makes me skeptical. Like you know like the whole concept like I've always said the whole concept behind like teleporters. Like I I don't like them because okay no it's not like you are not here and then there. You are destroyed here and then reassembled there by other by whatever's floating. So like this like this isn't like it's okay it's technically food but it's not food um because it's food like it's it's a mcrib is kind of like where i where I, where I, but but worse it's a hot dog in steak form it's made from the same material that a steak is made from that's that's not a marketing slogan randy that's that's like that but <laughs> <laughs> it's made from the same stuff that a steak is made from try our steak no why don't you just order steak right it's just like sausage order the goddamn sausage right you know and i do i i I feel i feel a little remiss i have been saying for quite some time now that i do i want to go to the burger king uh that's around the corner by my house and i want to tell them that i want an impossible whopper and a whopper and they have to put them in the same containers so that i don't know which is which um and and then but like put like a one and a two on it like just like just something so that, that after i've eaten them or at least after i've tried them i can call and go okay which was which because i want to you say this tastes like shit people pay money for this <laughs> <laughs> and then start making them with weed clippings but again if you're a veget- like i'm all i'm all down with being a vegetarian what's wrong with ordering egg par- eggplant parm but then order your broccoli and and be good with it like you don't need sausage you don't need yeah i just i, I this said, looks this honestly looks like the most unappetizing it looks disgusting it just it it looked weird it, it looks I, like it looks like like square like like poo steak with like char burns <laughs> on it it looks fucking it looks gross yeah it looks disgusting. A little bit, yeah. Ten twenty one, Dave. I was no, looking for a timestamp in the stream, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I, I'm not going to be lining up for it anytime soon. Uh, are, you, are we going to talk about the, the the one of the dumbest things? It's like the real world reunion. <laughs> I'm I'm how not gonna old, lie. How old how I did, old is Eric Knees right now? I, I I did not even put that on my list to talk about. I did not. Was that Randy <laughs> that did that? Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna go get some ice. You can talk about because I never I honestly never watched the show. I didn't watch this season. I was a little too young for this season, but uh Real World New York is coming back to uh the what the uh, Paramount Plus. Oh is Eric Knees is older than me. He's so forty nine. Did you watch this? Yeah, I watched the I watched the uh the first Five or six seasons. I think the last season I watched the real world was like Puck, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. I think um, the very first, I, the only season I remember watching was uh, New Orleans, the first New Orleans. Yeah. I watched New Orleans, the one with the, one with the Miz from the wrestling. So I remember when he came into wrestling, I remember him yeah. talking about wrestling. But yeah, the same, same cast from the original, the first season of the real world, going back to the same loft in New York. And uh, you can watch it on Paramount <laughs> Plus, which is going to replace. Uh, the CBS All Access app, and, and they're going to be talking about arthritis pills and their bad knees, and their and their surgeries, and their like they're forty nine. That's insane. Yeah, he used to do the. Uh, we used to always. He was the worst TV host on the because they had the grind, which was like the MTV New Dance show. Do you remember that? Oh God, yeah. 
He's like, it's Eric Knees from the Grind. It's my favorite song. And it's like, Robin S, show me love. Do, 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 do. It's like every week, it was like the worst, like literally the worst. There was, um, I have to send this to you guys. It was a, um, some 1980s dance show, and it couldn't have exemplified a worse 80s dance show than this one. Was it Club MTV? <laughs> no, the, no, it was like they tried way too hard to dance. Um, and it was like someone dug out some old VHS tape and they were playing like The Cure. And it was like, yeah, I know. So it was 120 minutes. Like, why, no, it was like, <laughs> why can't I be you? But it was like a like a very diverse crowd of people that would not like The Cure. Um, <laughs> like, oh, was, you're watching this and everyone's like, just got dressed from Mary Go Round, Zeke Averichis, and Ray. Oh, my God. Oh, and also speaking of Randy Links, Randy, I, I, what the hell is Radio Garden? What, why, what is that? Uh, it's just a map of uh, streaming radio stations all around the world, so you can listen to something in France, or you can listen to. I found the uh, uh, trance station broadcasting out of Mount Clemens. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, uh, yeah I, just, I had no idea what the every, hell it was. So, every yeah. green dot on this map is a internet stream. So I'm listening to Transtopia from uh, a dude from Mount Clemens has a streaming radio service. There's not that many. I'm looking at the state of Michigan. There's maybe 20. Yeah, it's the ones that have internet version of their stream. So like WCFX from Claire, or you can listen to WHMI from Howell or some internet only stations. So yeah, it's just every green dot on this map is okay. a, oh, it's the internet yeah, there's- origin uh, station with the internet the Avondale Avondale High School, uh, my co- my cousin old radio station, and then Avondale uh, Auburn Hills is as uh, so it's basically the two high schools, and then I see one in Pontiac, the music shop with a K. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool little visualization. Okay, uh, a way to find some interesting music that you might not have heard. I'll, I'll I'll click around and play with it then. Uh, so, uh, Bob, you know I, I know you're uh, you know the next time you go traveling with Bo, uh, you're gonna bring a large amount. Have her bring large amounts of cash for you. Yes. <laughs> in her in her in her tampons. As a sixty, what we do sixty thousand dollars. I yeah, and, and I mean I guess. Oh, hold on. So let's let me walk through this. If you fly internationally, you can't take more than ten. You got to claim ten grand. Yep. Someone needed sixty thousand, so then they put sixty thousand in their tampons, and they got caught. Wouldn't it have been easier to buy six tickets, have six people take or ten do a grand wire each? Wire transfer. FedEx it in a FedEx in a shoebox to the hotel you're going to. And uh, the, 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 a lot of, a lot of cash businesses that aren't looking for wire transfers. There, Randy. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> but how did how did you get caught? Uh, I believe it was the TSA uh, that uh, did a search, if I recall correctly, and and noticed uh, something amiss, and and started, no, <laughs> pardon the pun, digging, uh, and and yeah, found found you got through tampon boxes now. Hey. Did I? I mean, I would assume it like something like that would show up on an X-ray. Yeah, I'm gonna put them in my shoes. They can go near those. Well, my and would I, and would repel the X-rays. So yeah, that'd be great. Right, right. You'd be totally safe that way. Uh but then they seized it, though. So that's the thing I don't get. Now they don't get their money back. No. Nope, that's not how that works. So stupid. Oh yeah. So, uh. 
I, so what is your take on schools now teaching what is and is not a credible media source? Um, I was kind of half expecting your head to explode on this one. <laughs> no, because then I read it, then I read it again, and then it wasn't as bad as I initially thought. Um, but again, it's we talked about this earlier in the show where you know the, I, I show you the number 10. And then 10 people are going to have 10 different stories. Who's right and who's wrong? There is no wrong. There is no right. It's your interpretation of a number, right? So you can't say, no, this is right and that's wrong. I remember when we had this argument a long time ago where you're like, Obama uh, cut the deficit in half. And I go, yeah, he doubled the debt. Neither one of us were wrong. We were taking two different numbers and interpreting them into our own little narrative different ways. But we weren't wrong. So how do you teach what which one's right and which one's wrong? You can't. Well, and honestly, I think the I think the point of this is basically staying away from the troll farms and the fake news sites and and being able to recognize what is and is not a a credible news report well, as the opposed statistic to statistic in the article says eighty two percent of middle school students can't tell the difference between an ad and a news story. Well, the news again, is all op ed. News so, is all op ed these days. Again. South Park episode. Just saying. Yeah. If you look at if you look at what's going on, uh, we read an article by a woman um, earlier today who's notorious for 180 articles. They do them side by side, and it's this story then that story, and they're all opinion, right? So, and that's the problem is people take opinion and op ed as news. There is no news. Um, anymore like cnn it's all op-ed fox news all op-ed like, i mean ap is pretty down the middle um that's what that's that's it though yeah i, I mean they're 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 like they need their own they need their own tv station they have one mean, like you have, they actually they actually have a streaming station that i watch all the time but like you know they have like uh but go figure they're not op-ed and so they don't get all the clickety clicks and so it's not like the high budget cnn sets and all that other or msnbc sets or fox news sets or any of that shit Right, and Facebook and everybody wants the clickety-click, mm-hmm. so what, what are they going to steer you towards? There was a, the documentary that talked about if you sit on Facebook long enough, you're going to end up in a conspiracy group because that's what they want you to do because you stay, you spend more time there because you're like, oh, my God, this shit's crazy. Dude, that was Fred. That, that, that was Fred. Yeah, that was Fred. That was like, wow, you were paying attention. I'm impressed. <laughs> I listen to every word that man Because that was, that was even late in the show. <laughs> no, it was only that one I fell asleep. It was like one in the morning. I'm like, dude. Oh, uh, what else uh, we got? One story that really pissed me off. The uh, story from Gizmodo, get ready for your streaming services to merge. Okay, so why did that piss you off? NBC's might, you know, team up uh, Peacock with the paramount new paramount plus you know what we had six years ago with all the media services merged we cable. had hulu yeah we went to netflix for originals and you went to hulu for everything else from and then everybody split into their own things and now they're talking about going back into something else separate randy did you ever again. see the um did you ever see the, there's an infographic on youtube about when they split up ma bell yes and did we talk about this in last week's show and then they split up Ma Bell. They created the R box and the C Lex, right? Mm-hmm. R box are the regional bells. C Lex are the competitive local exchange carriers. Yep. Then they made the competitive local exchange carriers illegal, or they changed something so they don't get paid. And then it all went back to Ma Bell owning everything. Uh huh. Um, and it, that's what you're looking at here. Is like you know you're you're splitting them up, and then they're you know getting them. Then they're all going to buy each other. Whoever's the bigger ones. 
Yeah, whoever has whoever has the highest stock value that day will buy the others. Yeah. I all I want to know is if you're buying Paramount Plus, I really want to have a talk with you. Uh, like, I have my first Star Trek. That's fair. That's fair. Right. You, you you were going very Animal House there. A pledge pin on your universe. Do you have Paramount yeah. Plus? Like CBS Interactive. No, like yeah. no. I can get it if it's like okay. So the block. only reason the only reason why I signed up for the CBS. So here's here's my thing. I am always like I'm not gonna get it. I'm not. I'm not getting another app. I'm not getting another streaming store. I'm not. And then somebody goes, oh, but this is on that one. And then I go, all right, well, I'll take a look. And then it's like, oh, well, you can sign in for it for free with your Comcast account. Damn it. Fine. Like, that's, yeah. Well, no, that's HBO Max. I wouldn't have it if I didn't have, I have it. HBO through my AT&T cell phone plan. Yeah. Oh. Well, so yeah, yeah, Disney Plus was, uh, that was the thing. Like, I, I think we had talked about this when this happened. Because yeah, my, my, my free year through Verizon finally ended. Uh, and so the three-year plan that I bought at a super cheap price back when it was first announced finally kicked in. Well, that reminds me, I got to cancel Red Zone because I always pay for Red Zone all year, and I only use it for four months. Gotcha. Did you finally remember to cancel your YouTube subscription? <laughs> oh, I did that a long time ago, <laughs> and I canceled um, my YouTube. There's something else I canceled that I remembered. Um, anyway, yeah. It's a thing. Uh, actually, the, actually, the one story I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how this throwdown between Google um, and Demi Logic is going to go, because uh, I guess they were producing what was probably one of the most anticipated titles for the Stadia gaming platform, and I guess things went a little bit sideways. Uh, Relogic. Relogic. Sorry, um, things went a little bit sideways, and one of the founders uh, woke up one morning to find his. Google Drive, Google account, YouTube channel, Google Docs, Google everything that he had like 15 years worth of shit in gone. Um, uh, apparently, Google's lack of transparency and horrible customer service came back to bite them in the butt. Go figure. And so he took to Twitter and said, well, I guess this is your way of burning a bridge. Consider it burned. Uh, you know, we're Google not developing customer service. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you Could you imagine, though, we've been on Gmail since minute one. You went to Dropbox. I use Drive, but if that shit was all gone tomorrow, oh, that would be bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's dude. I dude. I use Dropbox like a secondary backup system. I use Google Drive for it. I bought the uh, the premium plan. <laughs> the premium plan. They're on Paramount Plus. So yeah, if you're excited for Terraria to come to Stadia, no, <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, got, I got knee deep into Call of Duty. I'm, I'm, I, I regret doing that, even though I've had more fun gaming over the last three months than I have in my entire life. Good. Uh, uh, all right. Anything else? We good? No. We'll uh, wrap things up. Uh, episode three eighty seven of the one and only IT and the D show. I'd like to thank Michelle Gilbert for her time for yeah. the Comcast. Appreciate. Uh, Randy's got the links up on Twitter for uh, Internet Essentials. If you know part of a school district if you know anyone that needs help uh getting kids access to the internet for very cheap 10 bucks a month cheap um definitely uh spread that word. get the info out there um, yep yeah one of the one of the cooler things that we like to promote um so hey on behalf of uh, bob dave and randy do us all a favor drink up your drinks get your phone numbers you don't gotta go home you just gotta get the hell out of here see you next week drive careful or don't beat it <laughs> see you guys <laughs>